welcome back. Another day, another vlog. End of the week, Friday show. Hope you're all well wherever you're coming over from. Podcast land, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you're from, welcome back. Uh, if you're new to the show, well, it's the end of the week, so it's the last show of the week, but thanks for joining in anyway. Uh, hit the subscribe and you'll be ready for next week. Monday to Friday, we're here. We're discussing news, tech, gear, cameras, photography, a lot of photography because, well, I do a lot of photography as well. Do some landscape photography, travel photography, a bit of everything, some drone stuff. Um, yeah, I like to have a little bit of fun, um, discuss what's on my mind. Hopefully that's something you're interested in and I hope you enjoy the show. Now look, uh, video should have something by the end of the weekend. I'm probably about halfway through the photos for this week's video. Um, a little bit behind, obviously, with what happened at the start of the week and then coming back to work first one in a while. So it's been a little bit tricky in that regards. But uh, work, do my very best to try and get you something before the end of the weekend. So fingers crossed. Won't promise it, but I'll definitely tell you I'll be working all weekend to try and make it happen for you, including tonight. So hopefully I get the photos done tonight, then I've just got to get the video and all the stuff together. Um, some stuff, pretty good uh, stuff in there so far from what I've seen in the photos, going through the initial edits and, and cropping and doing what I need to do to, before I go in and actually start smashing out the actual full in-depth with Photoshop and Luminar 4 and whatever else I need to touch up. So looking pretty good in that regards. Now news-wise, a little bit slow. I can't, it seems like one of those weeks. Um, we're just not a mate with that one Tuesday, I think, was busy, and then it's just been, yeah, little little bits, little teasers. Really had to go ahead and find it to get that news for you. So, I do hope you appreciate it. If you do, hit the thumbs up. If not, smash it down and let me know why because I'm here all about getting better. Um, yeah, I'm by far, like everyone, I'm by far nowhere near the, the best there is. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to learn, and any tips and advice I get, negative or positive always good to reflect on so yeah i'm happy to give it a crack as much as i can anything you want to know about ask me happy to answer that too now um are you a land rover discovery type person i don't mind them i always like the shape they're a little bit rounder with the newer ones uh there's a new one just released in australia at least it might have been i didn't get too far into looking at the back now on the whole, they used to be a very luxury car, expensive car, uh, the full lever, full customization, pick and choose everything. And that hasn't changed. They actually, one of the, in Australia, it's very hard to get many options in a car. Like you can say, in other countries, you can pick different colors of this and that and wheels and all that. Most Australian cars, because especially now, every car we have here is imported. We don't make any of our own cars anymore. Uh, wages are way too high to pay for manual labor in any sort of business. So it's we basically get set allocations of cars already. So the options are very limited to what uh, dealers can offer people here. So on the good side of things, it allows for local businesses to do customizations because they're actually cost effective because what they charge for these crappy little options are actually you can get good stuff and do it yourself or get a company in your area to do it. So in that regards, it's probably a little bit better for local business in that in that space. But yeah, we don't get much. 
On the Land Rover Discovery new one, I had it, I jumped in, I did a bit of a build. Now, first of all, Land Rover, what the hell are you doing with the colours? The colours are disgusting. They're very pale and boring and the only one that looked half decent was a, a blue. Camera did I write down the name of it? Or oh, Portofino Blue. There was a black, which is I guess okay. There was no bright red. Uh, it's all like light blues and light greys, and I was like, wow, man, just. And every color, other than white, you have to pay another two grand for, for a paint. Like you literally, if you just want to get the base model, you don't have a choice of color in a car. That is crazy. That I thought was very weird. I'm not sure if that's just in Australia. Let me know if you're overseas and you got a Land Rover Discovery and you can actually get the colours for free because two grand Australian just to get a paint job, you buy a car like, or you just have white. Probably nowadays, white's not a bad colour because the first, if I was buying a new car, the first thing I do is put a wrap on it because most of the colours are pretty average anyway. And you can have a bit of fun and do it, protect the car at the same time. And then when you go to sell it, just peel off the skin and you get a brand new paint job. So realistically, skins for laptops, phones, all camera gear, uh, and now cars are very big. Uh, and they do a great job. And they protect the protect those little minor scratches and niggles and painful things. They can cost hundreds of bucks to fix. But uh, yeah, can make your car look really good if you don't have them at the end when you go to resell it or get rid of it or trade up. So look, color-wise, was pretty average. There's basically a base and an R dynamic, and then you've got your normal HSC upgrade, which basically just has some combination of options in there. Uh, both three liters, a V6 diesel and a petrol. The diesel's 220 kilowatts, and the petrol's are 265. So nothing really exciting there. Um, 6.5 seconds to 100, which is now with electric cars, that is ridiculously slow. Um, when you get an F-150, which is probably heavier than this, can do it in four sec middle four seconds. Uh, 6.5 is now slow as an old grandma uh, walking a trolley across the crossing with the washing, or with the shopping, I mean. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no electric option, which again, these car manufacturers fallen behind, fallen behind. Uh, we talked, I think this weekend, last week about Toyota, way behind on the electric. We're way in front with hybrid and then just didn't want to go to electric and now they're playing catch up uh, and, and then they've said they're going to wait for solid state batteries first anyway. They don't want to go the normal batteries. Meanwhile, Tesla's, Tesla's worth more than every bank on earth uh, and making a killing. So it's a little bit strange in that regards that not even a hybrid option in there. So that was a little bit weird, I did think. Uh, wheel sizes, 20s to 22s, they're pretty standard. You can, a, you can buy aftermarket ones, probably cheaper than what that cost is to upgrade them anyway. Um, look, I think it's nice. You've got the nice lever. You've got all the nice interiors, all that little fiddly stuff. They do a good car. They've always been a really good four-wheel drive. But And actually, the one thing I will give them, 150 grand, I did one up and did put all the extras that I would get in there. So pretty much 90% of everything, uh, except for like heaters in the seats and wheels, because obviously Australia, you don't need it. It never gets that cold. You need to have a hot, you want a hot seat under your butt. Um, so didn't really, didn't put that in there. And it was only probably another thousand bucks anyway. But 150 grand, you put that up against an import, say a RAM or a thing at the level with the spec, uh, yeah, that's a, actually a good deal. 
put it up against a Tesla, again, it's it's in the ballpark. A Tesla is going to be 130, 150 for a decent one, not the base one. Uh, they start at 80. So look, the Land Rover, you get a big, good-looking car, four-wheel drive, off-road, uh, 150 grand. Problem being is, maximum 2050, you're going to have to get rid of it, or you're going to have to change the engine to electric anyway. Is it worth spending that money for a short period of time? It's probably going to be your last petrol or diesel car you get if you buy it new. Um, yeah, I guess if you like it, it's good. But yeah, go check it out. Looks or the shape looks good. Paint is terrible. Don't know what they're thinking with the paint. Probably the same as what I'm thinking. Skins are everything. But why don't they offer a skin package? Like put your put your logo on and they put, print out the skin and they put it on at the factory. That would be a good idea for a car company. Why can't we do that nowadays? Skins are everywhere. Um, how about we upload our logos or our paint? You put it on a skin and you just wrap the cars instead of painting. Why would you paint a car nowadays? You'd have to be crazy to paint a car. Anyways, next one. Um, some new photos. You'll see, I'll chuck a couple of photos up of more photos of the R3, the new R3 coming out from Canon. Um, look, from the front side, probably not a little bit, not, not too much different, a little bit more detail you can see, but that look from the shot from the rear with that EVF uh, just stands out. It basically makes the left-hand side of the camera look small or skinny because this EVF is massive. Now, this is the camera that's going to have the eye autofocus. So it's got sensors, infrared sensors that bounce off your eyeball. Uh, you do a, do a test shot or a setup shot so it learns where your eyeball is and then away you go once you get that calibrated to your eye. Uh, whenever you shoot, it will watch where you're following around everything and see your eyeball, and then it will focus on what you're looking at. Uh, pretty amazing tech. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how it works. But there's the room, kind of rumors are saying that this EVF, the size of it, and it's massive. It's like literally probably as big as my old 1DS's whole back screen. Uh, if you remember the old... The, the original 1DS is like the Mark 1 and 2, that screen they had on the back, that's all you had to look at the pictures, and it was bloody terrible. Um, <laughs> well, this EVS, I reckon, wouldn't be too far off the size of that. It is that big. Uh, it looks good. Have a second glance on the thumbnail. Uh, go check it out over at Canon Rumors. You can go get a, a nice big picture there and suss it out. But, yeah, look, that looks amazing. And being a, getting an old, being, becoming an old person that I am, um, Eyes, I've, uh, what am I, long-sighted, short-sighted, short so I've no good with long distance, good short distance, that, whatever that one is. <laughs> so I've got glasses for when I'm out hiking and stuff so I can see what I'm shooting down the track, but I've got to take them off when I want to look in my EVF. So having a big finder, EVF, I think is going to be fantastic. Uh, I do find, I know with the M50, it was a little bit painful trying to look through to see it, and then the LCDs weren't really that flash on the back. Even on the RP, it's a lot easier for me to go into the viewfinder and look to get a clear picture than to try and see if something's in focus on the LCD. If it's a dark spot, it's, it's okay. But during a bright summer's day or a bright day in here in Australia, it's pretty hard to pick up those screens for details. So that EVF, I think, is a big, big deal. And I think it's going to be pretty cool, actually. Not that I'm going to be able to afford it, but... I think it'd be pretty cool to check out anyway. So nice one on that camera. Hopefully they expand that idea, at least of a big EVF, to the other cameras down the range uh, for the next models onwards because it does make things a bit easier when you're not having to try and look for a tiny little pee hole to work out your shot. Um, yeah, I think on that. So look, pretty cool. 
we're getting, as I said, we're, Cameron's going to drip bits and pieces out to us as we go down the track. Uh, won't be till, still not probably due to October. Um, so we've still got a bit of a wait for that little uh, baby. I think we'll see some first glimpses of it uh, and get some maybe some sneaky reviews at the Olympics, I think. So if you're going to the Olympics, uh, keep an eye out the photographers. There's a fair chance if they've got Canon, they'll probably have an R3 in their hands. So that will be pretty cool to see. With possibly some of these new 12 or 15 lenses we're expecting this year on the front, mounted on the front of it. So that should be some cool stuff. June, July, we, when's, the, when's the Olympics? I think the Olympics is July. So around then we should start getting some really good uh, feedback and some more detailed shots and what, what it's like to use. So that looks cool. USB-C, look, it's um, good USB-C. I've got it on the Apple. Uh, they've undertaken all that. They've got the Thunderbolt ports, which are great on the 16, but it's a bit of a dongle life. Um, probably can't see it, but I've got dongle on dongle over to, and then yeah, if you want to add anything else, there's more dongles. But it's quite good because it's just one connection. So once you have those your dongle set up for what you're going to be using, you don't have to do anything else. It's done and dusted. It's pretty much you there. So that's that's pretty good, I think. Um, now, USB-C has just had a big upgrade, the technology. So they've doubled in the power. So then now can go from 100 to 240 watts. Uh, this is going to be good for big laptops like your 16-inch. Um, even though the new ones are going to have the M1, so they'll draw less power, they're still big units. They run a gear. I know if I'm editing on this with Photoshop, Lightroom open, my emails open, and the internet, if I'm doing that as well while I'm editing away, I'd be lucky to get four hours off the power. So I'm constantly connected to power while I'm editing. It's the only way this thing will let me get a good five, six, seven, eight hours worth of editing time. It just cannot handle it. I think I've, I've done a, the last plane trip where I edited, it was basically dead flat by the time I got off and it was only about four hours and I was just using Lightroom Photoshop then, so no internet. So it they do chew the batteries. So having this USB-C is going to be able to charge it a lot quicker, uh, more power, and it's going to be more that we can do with that actual USB-C. So that's awesome, awesome news. Uh, big, big changes for the USB. Uh, they will be coded with a new code. I think it's something like high high frequency or high something, they're going to have a separate three-letter uh, code on them to identify these new cords, cables, and dongles and stuff. So keep an eye for that. I'm sure now that's been announced, we're going to start to see bits and pieces and companies like your aftermarket ones start punching this stuff out. Uh, I'll, once I start seeing some stuff, I'll let you know who's doing it. Uh, people like uh, Moose and Anchor and... Uh, Zendura, they all do good cables, so some of those will probably start putting it into their next lot, batch of cables that they produce. Now, um, Ellen, uh, if you're a daytime television, you would have, or even if you're not, Ellen DeGeneres had a, has had a daytime, been the queen of daytime TV ever since, I guess, Oprah pulled back the reins and just sat back and counted the cash of the billion-dollar empire. Well, Ellen, obviously in the last year, she had heaps of dramas, uh, without knowing facts, without being there, without actual thing, uh, it's no. Does I'm not going to say if she's good or bad or whatever. It's you have to actually be there to make that perception. Um, but she stepped away from it this year. She's called it quits. Well, they've announced who's going to take over, and a little bit weird. Uh, 
Um, I believe she has had a show on TV uh, for a while now. Kelly Clarkson, the singer. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's going to be interesting. She has now got to live up to the Oprah, the Ellen sort of level. She's going to have to step it up. She's going to have to pull those those daytime watches back onto the TV to get them to watch away from YouTube, away from uh, Twitter and all these other places and, and things, options you've got on the internet. TV is uh, yeah, a hard place to sell nowadays when you've got in, free internet, satellite internet, everyone's on the internet. It's hard to sort of sell a TV package and get those sponsors to punch the money in. It's going to be a big deal. It'd be interesting to see how... How she goes, if she can handle it, if she can do the same same sort of job as Ellen and Oprah and, and the ones that have done it before, uh, that's going to be big. So look, going to be. We'll, I'm sure we'll find out. Probably won't take long to see if she gets the ratings she needs to keep that spot. That is big, big bucks to these TV companies. So uh, stay tuned on that. And last but not least, probably um, later in the year, hasn't been many movies that we've heard about. Exciting stuff, I guess. Um, some TV shows have been the big thing on Netflix. We talked about Lucifer, which I think is tomorrow. The new season of Lucifer starts. That's pretty excited about that. But from the Marvel front, haven't heard too much. Well, Eternals, the first trailer has bounced out. It's coming November 21, the release, and it looks good. Angelina Jolie's in it. She's the uh, one of the Eternals. She's the uh, warlord or the... The Eternal of Fighting. Um, I can't remember all their names, but it looks pretty darn good. It's a big budget, typical Marvel, really, really well done, and it looks really, really good. It's going to be, it should tie in all other things in the Marvel universe, as it always does. Um, so it's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Uh, it'll also help you understand other things from other movies in the past as well, because that's sort of why they, they'll do that as well. So they'll put stuff in. That'll go. Oh, rightio. So that's why that well, that happened. So it's gonna be pretty cool. It's a good cast in there. Uh, I think we're gonna be in for a treat come Christmas season for at least that movie. That's gonna be the big one for the 2021 year. And that's about it for the weekend. Um, I'm gonna get a feed and get back into the editing. And uh, I'll uh, see you all again Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Uh, again, condolences for you. Poor people in Victoria that are locked up and got no place to go. Um, yeah, chin up, stay strong, watch some Netflix. Uh, there's there's nothing else you can do. Um, what do you do? There's, it's not much you can say or anything. You, you've got to live it. We don't have to... I'm stuck in a room here for two weeks, if that helps. It's, um, yeah, edit some photos. Start a YouTube. Get on the road. Start a podcast. If Two weeks. If you've got seven days, you can start a podcast Get on your TV. You just need a microphone. Just use your phone. Use your Apple phone to record it and then just put up. It's podcast. Start easy. Cheap. Start easy and cheap. And who knows what you can do. Anything's possible. Radio, we'll be coming this way, that way. I'll see you on Monday. Peace. <laughs>